You're listening to the Metaphysical Mentor Podcast with Michael Philpott, providing you inspiration, information, knowledge, and motivation to help you on your soul's path. Covering topics related to health and happiness from the mystical to the metaphysical and everything in between. Making the unknown known. Now let's join the podcast to discover today's topic. So I am a naturopathic doctor. I graduated from the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine in 2012, and I have owned the Coco Wellness Clinic, my practice, for seven years, since 2013. And I have taken extra certification in things like IV therapy, so intravenous vitamin therapy, um, bioidentical hormones, and mesotherapy. Wow, that's a lot. So as before, we were talking about immunity, and I think that's a perfect topic for this time and day and age, and why it's so important to have a strong immune system. What are the things that are affecting it? So when we were discussing about the topic of immunity and what the immune system is and how it is affected, you brought up the subject about electromagnetic frequencies. Mm-hmm. And I, at first, my brain kind of went, that is really cool. But then as I did my research, I kind of got a little freaked out because it is bombarding us at such a high levels for continuously 365 days of the year. It basically, it's always on. And I just wanted to get your take on it. Like, how does it actually affect our immune system? Yeah. So first of all, I just want to say that um, in and around 2008, I believe that they classified EMS, which is electromagnetic fields or frequencies um, that are derived from things like cell phones, cell towers, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. They classified as a class 2B, which is a possible carcinogen. But in 2018 at the National Toxicology Program, they basically said that it is a class one, which would identify it as a definite carcinogen. So uh, carcinogenic or carcinogen would be considered something that can cause cancer. So EMF is the new cigarettes. Yes, but I would even argue it is far worse than cigarettes. Yes, because I guess with cigarettes, you could have a choice. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing. It's like you have a choice of like, uh, well, I don't want to smoke anymore. Or uh, I mean, I just don't smoke. But I mean, you walk outside the street. It's not like you have a choice. It's like, well, you know what? My neighborhood, I just want to make sure I can shut it off. It's not like you have a little light switch. You can shut off the EMF because somebody's going to go, wait a minute. I can't get a signal. I can't text my friend. I can't can't download. I can't get on my social media. Like, so you don't really have that option. So, all right. So what else is it considered to? What else is it going on? that's causing all these problems with uh, this EMF stuff. Yeah, so, well, just to add to everything you said about like the, like a little switch to turn off, there are, some people can um, input kill switches in their homes to shut off their EMS. And I have a, a story about, a patient told me that a family that she knew their child was having continuous seizures. And so they outfitted their home to reduce any exposure. And then they also have a kill switch at night and the child stopped having seizures after doing so. So how, why would the child be having seizures with respect to being exposed to EMFs? We're gonna explain that. And and also we're gonna go into what you can do to protect you and your family as well. Okay, so EMFs, we know that they are not 
healthy for you. The problem is, and I was telling Michael this on take one. <laughs> so, <laughs> for us, we're like, are, we, are, are we repeating ourselves here? Um, but on take one, we were discussing how, even for myself, I went to school for naturopathic medicine. In school, we did not have a class on environmental medicine. There were extra informative sessions that you could go to and I was kind of interested but like just didn't never did it and the reason why is because I did not understand how imperative it is to understand the effects of your environments and how that affects your cells so Bruce Lipton he is a PhD in cellular biology and he wrote a great book that the biology of belief you got it you got thank you that book no Dr. Lipkin very well love his work uh love uh Dr. Candace Pert too as well. She did a good book too as well. Yeah, lots of books. Yeah, go on. Yeah. So in his book, he describes one of the experiments that he did and he took stem cells and put them into different cell mediums. So cellular culture medium. So in the different mediums, when he changed up the mediums, the stem cells, which can turn into any cell, if you change the medium, the cells will change what they form into. So what he discovered is that your environment will determine your health or your demise. So environmental medicine is everything to me now. Um, and it is very difficult to be able to educate patients on all of the important factors in a one hour consult because I'm spending most of the time doing their health history and asking them questions and getting clarity from them about what, why they think they have a disease or symptoms that they have. So this is an excellent opportunity to try to spread the information that I've come across so that patients can empower themselves. So EMFs, what happens is, is that Dr. Martin Paul, who is a scientist, he is kind of the spearheader, spearheading this research. And he discovered that the EMFs, they affect the voltage-gated calcium channels, meaning that there is a channel that opens and can bring calcium into the cell. If you have too much calcium inside your cell, so intracellularly, intracellularly, then it can cause damage to the cell and damage to the mitochondria. And we were speaking about this on take one, but um, so your mitochondria are your powerhouses of the cells. They produce something called ATP and ATP gives you energy. So if your ATP or your mitochondria isn't functioning properly, we can get things like chronic fatigue syndrome, potentially even fibromyalgia. And even when we look at things like cancer, we also have all different theories of why cancer is developing. And one of the many theories is that it's a mitochondrial dysfunction. So in Paul's research, he found all types of different disease or symptoms that were due to exposure to EMFs because of the fact that it was affecting the intracellular signaling and bringing too much calcium inside the cell, which was damaging, damaging mitochondrial tissue or mitochondria, which was leading to disease. So the other thing he re realized is that they have on the cell membrane, they use a metal for uh, as a signal or an antenna. And so in further literature and reading, it basically you come across the assumption that the more heavy metals you have in your body, the more antennas you have, if you will, that will absorb all of the EMFs in the air that are going to there further disrupt your cellular function. So, so there's, there's two different things, right? So first of all, it's disrupting the cell itself and allowing that excess calcium to go into the cell. So that's the first thing, right? Mm -hmm. So then the second thing is that the accumulation of toxins are now attracting even more of that. So now you're 
exasperating the first symptom because of the second system. So causing even more damage on that system. Is that correct so far? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. All right. All right. From there, where are we continue yeah. on? So yeah, where do we continue on? So basically the other thing factors to consider is something called the fourth phase of water that Dr. Gerald Pollack discovered. And the fourth phase of water, as we know it, we know three phases of water. We learned this in school. And again, as an aside, this whole conversation is just leading to the overarching theme. And the overarching theme is that you, we don't get taught these things. We don't learn these things. No. They hide this information from us. I, you, you would think me going to naturopathic school would be learning all the secrets that we don't get to learn. No, we don't. We don't learn these things. This is something that you have to uh, somehow come across and then start questioning and then start looking into it deeper. It's not something that's readily available. And even the new infrastructure that they have put up that we cannot say the number and letter why is that? So just a quick, yeah, because I mean, as I've studied this and we've talked about this, trying to find the information, a lot of it kind of, there's that idea between the conspiracy theory people, which have a lot of valid validity to some of their information, but again, some of it's taken out of context, but then you have the research too as well. And people are saying, you know, you can't really talk about it, but if you talk about it, all of a sudden you're a conspiracy theorist, you're a nut bar, you know, there's no basis in fact and information out there, but there is information out there because they're doing studies on it, but you don't have that information. So you have to be a conspiracy nut to figure out what's going on. So yeah. I know he's kind of like kind of going, why? I know you can't say that letter and word probably because you're bored and everybody else, but I can say that because I'm yes, not a doctor. So I can say I the, five, the five, five G. I think that's the word we're looking for. That's that's the new that's the new swear word. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to trigger people out there with the uh, 5G. Yeah, so I'm I'm really it's just a shocked and astonished. I'm really I'm not now. Nowadays, I'm just nothing shocks me really to be honest with you about how you as a doctor trying to help people, trying to heal people, trying to give them the best information. That's what you do. Your guys are healers. But it's something that's affecting them on a large scale that nobody's talking about because nobody wants to talk about because it comes down to dollars and dollars and cents when it really comes down to it. And you're not allowed to talk about it. It's, it's kind of shocking in that way. And it's just it's kind of sad at the same time because we want a healthy nation. We want healthy people. We want to live our lives as long and fruitful and healthy and full of things. And but this this particular thing is now really causing some serious problems. So what are we, what are we supposed to do about it? I know we talked about this on the first, first time we taped this. And again, I apologize for that because I not the most technical, technical person in the world. Don't know why I didn't do it, but obviously we needed to re revisit this again. Um, we have to trust that we have to trust the divine timing that we needed to film this again. Maybe there was more information we needed to share that we didn't. You know get what? To That's probably what it was. That's the way I'm going to look at it. I'm pretty positive, and it's like, okay, the universe wanted me to talk to jo Dr. Jenner. Doctor can't speak now. <laughs> Doctor Jennifer. Oh my God! Hold on. Let me just have a beverage here. <laughs> get that one out there. Um, we needed to re-talk about and revisit this, and um, in our first conversation. There was so much information. I think, I think what we struggled with is just because we were all over the place with it, mm -hmm. and it was so amazing because you have like you're like your brain is like this big computer of information, 
and you were just downloading stuff and putting stuff out there. And I was kind of like listening, going, my brain's swelling, just listening to it. There's so much information, but behind that, but, but behind that too, as well, what I really appreciate is your passion. And that's, what's missing from a lot of doctors and a lot of healers out there is your passion. It's just that you care. You actually give a shit about what's happening with your patients and the people around you. And that's really, really important. So I really commend you on that, but also be willing to actually talk about this topic because yeah. it is so difficult to get people to open up and talk about this dangerous topic. You know what I mean? Like you, again, anything that's information and knowledge is now that it's like, it's the new nuclear bomb and nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to touch it, but it can have some serious health effects on a lot of people. So that being said, we briefly touched upon, you know, the studies and stuff like that. I know there's a lot of research. I saw some research, um, was a lady, let me just look at my notes here, uh, Dr. Deborah Davis, and she did some pretty good videos on that. And that kind of got me freaked out when I first started initially looking at that. So if it's affecting the cell membrane at that levels, and again, they're producing incoherent signals, the body's not working, the cells are not working. So what other you know, we talked about the C word, right? So is there any other diseases that might be linked to, um, you know, diabetes, you talked about chronic fatigue syndrome, um, you know, all, I mean, Alzheimer's, is there any other diseases out there that uh, have been specifically linked to it or that could cause it to aggravate it even more? Yeah, there's a book called The Invisible Rainbow and he, the author, speaks about the connection between cancer, between heart disease, diabetes. And then again, like I would take it further and say fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, oh, sorry, just, say, just to interrupt you on that. So it's called the invisible rainbow. The invisible rainbow. Yeah. And, I'm and, gonna, do you have the copy there? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I do have it here. Okay. Right. I was just asking. I thought I moved everything from our last talk. So the invisible rainbow, it's called the okay. history of the electricity and life by Arthur Furtzenberg. All right. So the, for those who listen to it, we're going to have a link for that later on too, as well, but great book. Go on. Sorry. To, I, I sort of mean to create your thought, but I know there's people be going, okay, what's that book she's got? I got to know yeah. all about that. Right. Yeah. The so invisible rainbow. Go ahead. Yeah. And basically it's just talking about the creation of electricity and not so again we talked about this before but so for any of you who know who nikola tesla is and we're both michael and i are both big fans of nikola tesla so he was studying the vibrational frequency of the ether and the resonance of the earth which is the schumann resonance which is 7.83 hertz and he was looking at how he could utilize the natural okay because we have a natural electromagnetic field that we live in under the firmament okay and that's natural. So there's this natural frequency that our body is attuned to. And normally what we would do is we would ground or we would go walking barefoot and get connected with our resonance of the earth because that's the resonance of our body and that helps to heal our body as well. So the, I forget your question. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That's a train of thought there. So this is like the second attempt of it. So your brain's probably fried a bit and so is mine. But no, we're just talking about, you know, other other factors, other diseases in there besides, yeah. I'll call it the C word, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I would say almost literally, I would say that majority of diseases can be impacted by this. And the reason why is because we're going to bring in a different book. So this right. is one by Dr. Thomas Cohen, and okay. it's Cancer and the New Biology of Water. 
So I obviously I like to read all these books because I treat a lot of cancer patients and all different conditions. But so what's mentioned in there is the work of Dr. Gerald Pollack. And Dr. Gerald Pollack wrote the research information on the fourth phase of water. And as we learned in school, there's three phases of water. There's the solid state, the gas state, and the liquid state. And we always thought that there was just three states. So now you hear, oh my gosh, there's the fourth state. Like, what is this? Like, how could this be true? How could this even be possible? And the fourth state of water is actually a gel or a crystalline structure like gel. And he goes further into the research and he finds that that is actually how the water structures itself in our cells. So the water in our cells is supposed to be aligned like a crystalline shape. So like a bees would in a honeycomb, right? So it would be all the that pattern that you would see. And that gel actually would be the electromagnetic frequency of how the cells would work. Because historically, people always thought that our cells worked from chemical messaging, but he's actually proving the opposite and saying it's actually coming from electricity and the natural electricity state of our body. And that's where it all goes hand in hand with the Schumann resonance and what's happening with the ether and how our bodies interact with that. So now all of a sudden, if you start polluting so I call it pollution because you're polluting the air with these frequencies that we do, do not respond well to. It can cause all types of diseases because it changes the electrical signaling within our cells. And in this book, The Invisible Rainbow that I showed you by Arthur Furstenberg, he gave a really great example about bees. And, you know, I'm a big fan of bees and Love bees. Makes fun of me. I love bees. I want to have my own apillary. You know, I like. I kind of was like, man, bees are. The, I don't know why. To be honest with you, but it's like bees are so cool, and I'm like, it kind of sickens me with the fact that bees are dying at a enormous rate. But that's a whole other thing. We can go off on a tangent on that. But anyways, yes, bees. Yeah. So I love bees. I love them. And they're just so magical. And so they were studying the bees and they were like, why are the bees dying? And they started studying this like way back when, like even in the seventies, right? Because the onset of electricity was like early 1900s ish. Um, so they thought, oh, you know what it is? We found a parasite. Okay, so now we're going to like kill the parasites and the bees and, you know, nothing was working. They came up with all of these reasons of why they feel that the bees are dying or getting sick, similar to things today. So then later on, they realized, oh, the bees are able to leave the hive and go and collect their pollen, right? Or pollinate, sorry. But they're able to do that. And the way that they're able to do that with their directions is based off of the natural electromagnetic field of the earth. And so when you start changing the electromagnetic frequencies in the air, now the bees don't know what to do. They're confused. Yeah, They don't know how to function. Yeah, I've heard that with certain animals too, is with migrating birds too as well, is that the two is that because the so much different signals, it's throwing them off and the timing is wrong. So when they go back to, to make their nest and, you know, they migrate back up north or they're going south, sometimes it's later than that because they're a little confused as far as timing goes and they're producing less and now the, the weather is affecting them. So yeah, it's not only affecting us, but it's affecting the other animals on the planet too as well. Like I've, I've, I've heard that and um, being somebody who enjoys nature and stuff like that, I've I've heard so many stories about that. It's 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 kind of sickening to kind of think about it, and it's still continuing it on too as well. So, yeah, I definitely heard that. I mean, you know, with bees too as well. I've heard like obviously, you know, a lot of people is it uh, is it neonicotites? Is that what the word is called? 
that was found in uh, the plants, like the uh, the pesticide in the plants. No, there was sure. there was nicotine. There was like some form of nicotine or something that he did inside the plants, like soybeans and different crops too, as well. Okay. That was poisoning him. I, I'm not quite 100 percent sure on that, but I just from my remember, I you know I don't have the best memory in the world, but uh, yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah. there were other things that we talked about too, as well, uh, in our first original attempt at this, um, where you discuss the, the, the fact that there's, you know, there's a cer certain things that we need. We need like clean water, mm -hmm. which we're talking about too, as well. You talked about the clean air and the clean mm -hmm. food. So how do we start cleaning the air first? What is one of the things that we can do? So I always look like, a, I always like practical approaches for my listeners to figure out stuff that they can do at home right now that can start changing lives. So let's talk about air. So what can they do at home right now where they can figure out what's going on with their air? Yeah, so step one, I would highly recommend that people understand that EMS are a real thing. EMS can cause damage. I'm going to provide you, Michael, with the link that's going to list all the different studies and with Thank all the you. different frequencies that your um, listeners can look at. And then, so I have a device, it's called a Trifield EMF meter, model two, TF2, TF2. Um, so, and I was telling you this before, but I, when I got it, I was so excited and I lived downtown Toronto. So I was doing it because I was like, Hey, when do I need to escape the city? Since I saw them putting all these different infrastructures up. And so then I went for a walk to check out like the different neighborhoods and see where those frequencies were sitting. And it was shocking because it was so high in certain areas. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy because in certain levels, like it can actually increase cortisol, which is going to make you feel more stressed out, which is going to um, dampen the effect of your immune system. It can actually change the way your immune cells function. So there's all of these, it can decrease sperm motility and sperm, um, um, sperm function. So it can do so many things to your body. And I think it's so important to be aware of it. So step one, I think when we were talking about this before was acknowledgement, like acknowledging that it's there and then realizing like where your exposure lies, because it's kind of like when I was a kid and I first got my first cell phone and I thought that was like the coolest person ever. And what did I do? I had my cell phone up against my ear. I'm talking with my cell phone up against my ear. And then I would even like sleep with my cell phone in my bed. And I didn't know they didn't educate us. Right. <laughs> They didn't tell us. No one told us. Like our parents didn't know. No one said, oh, don't hold your cell phone near your head. And no, like this yeah. is dangerous. Like I grew up with a huge, my father's like obsessed with getting all like the different stations, right? So we had like this huge satellite, satellite in my backyard and everybody was like, what are you guys communicating with like with space, like in your house? Cause it was this <laughs> massive thing back in the eighties. Like it was crazy. So, um, you know, we never thought that was bad for you. No one told us. How are we supposed to find this information out, right? So step one, acknowledging. And I hope that your listeners get the message that we're saying, yes, this is an issue. Yes, please draw attention to it. Yes, there are tools like this meter that you can utilize to find out like how bad is the exposure? Where are the areas that are safe in your house? Like I've like mapped out where the safest places for me to sleep. So that's one thing. Another thing you can do, and there's so many different companies around um, nowadays, and they're going to be starting to formulate because of this 
the whole change in EMF exposure, that there's different drapes you can buy. There's paint that you can buy. There's like a canopy you can put on your bed. There's like underwear you can buy. There's um, baseball caps, jackets. There's all these clothing or household items that you can utilize. Another thing that I always recommend is that everyone have a Himalayan salt lamp. Um, in their room or in their office or wherever they spend the most time because the Himalayan salt lamp is releasing negative ions and negative ions, what it does is that, the reason why people say it will like purify the air is because if there's any positively charged bacteria in the air or any fragment particles, then it will actually attach to it, make it too heavy to be floating in the air, it will drop to the ground. So that is really shifting the energy there. Um, another thing that we spoke about and you mentioned that uh, Lana Marconi will have uh, the connection for this mm -hmm. is Organite. So Organite is when, and again, I still don't remember the word, but it's kind of like a plexiglass gel type thing that you would use and you would put it into a shape. So like the shape I have at home is a pyramid. And inside the pyramid, you would put a copper spiral and some type of crystal. Crystals have this magical property called piezoelectricity, which means if you squeeze the crystal at a certain amount, at a certain strength, that it actually will start to emit frequency. Um, so this is all compressed into a shape and then you compress the copper um, wire, you compress the crystal, and now that's going to change frequency in your home as well. So a lot of people are buying different pendants that they can wear. But again, I like to have a meter so I can see like what's actually working, what's not working. I was just at a farmer's market on the weekend and one of the farmers there, like I just love talking to people who are so into the alternative health world and energetics. Yes. So he was telling me, he showing me this item that he produced and he said that he actually put in like the Fibonacci sequences and um, put in all the different sacred geometry into this blown glass item. And he says that it changes the frequency in the whole entire home, but it's not something that's measurable. It works on a different level. So, I mean, there's other items like that that people can start looking into as well. But the other thing that we talked about that I want to bring up is in terms of supplementation and like I said previously I'm not your doctor I'm not giving you any medical advice but if we go back to what Dr. Martin Paul's research shows that it is increasing the influx of calcium intracellularly then magnesium and calcium work opposite to each other so if calcium is going into the cell magnesium is coming out of the cell so really making sure that your magnesium stores are are high and then looking at all your antioxidant support so glutathione vitamin c these are really, really important. NADH, looking at, glute at all your antioxidants so that you can raise the um, level in your body because anytime you have damage from EMFs, it causes oxidative damage to your cells. So when you have oxidative damage, now the cell starts to not function properly. Um, now it's more of a chaotic organization. So antioxidants help to reverse damage in the body. Yeah, I've heard so much good things about glutathione. Like, I mean, it's like the, like... I would like to say the super antioxidant, but it's, you know, really yeah. up there. It's like amazing between that and vitamin C. I mean, vitamin C has been around forever and everybody kind of knows, you know, when you're sick or something like that, it's like, here, have some orange juice or something like that, but vitamin C for sure. I mean, and then also glutathione. I mean, that's, that's like the wonder, wonder antioxidant does so many things. So we have supplements on that. We have the air. What about water? 
because this is one yeah. of the things I want to talk about. How can we uh, have better water? And it's, you know, it's so sad to say that we have such, as much as we have quality water, and I'll put that in quotes, it's really not. So what can we do to help uh, prevent, get better water in our homes? Yeah. So um, I, for all of you Bible readers out there, um, God gave man dominion over land, air, and water. And that's where the word law comes from, by the way. So, you know, when we look at what keeps us alive, the most important thing is air. If you don't have air, you're not going to live. The next important thing if you have air is water. If you don't have water, you're not going to live. And then the third level is your food. So water is very important. And like I said about the work that Dr. Gerald, Gerald Pollock did is that he, looking at structured water and making sure that the water stays in that fourth phase, there's different water types that we can drink that can either affect us negatively or affect us positively. So there's something called dead water and dead water, I didn't explain this before, but I'm explaining now, dead water is from the tap. So when you turn on your municipal taps, you're getting municipal water, it's dead water. Yeah, that makes so sense, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't have that structure anymore. And then also because the way that your municipal water works is that they are utilizing the same water that you are flushing down the toilet. So whatever people are excreting from their bodies, whether it be their pharmaceutical drugs, whether it be um, any toxins or poisons, and then even from the farmland, all the residues from glyphosate, which we discussed, um, glyphosate is one of the most commonly used uh, herbicides, isn't it? Yeah, herbicides. And I was sharing with you that one of my patients is convinced that that's what initiated the onset of his cancer. And they just settled a lawsuit, Bayer Monsanto, um, Bayer Monsanto, they just settled their lawsuit where they paid between 10.1 to 10.9 billion, billion dollars okay, out in a class action lawsuit. That's crazy. The affiliation or causation of their product and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So really, really important to look at that because glyphosate can also go into our, like all of this can run off from the farms and enter into the water sewage systems as well. Um, my parents live on Lake Erie and there's like a little creek that runs into the lake and it's called like root beer, <laughs> root beer float. Creek, I don't know, everyone just kind of named it because it's so brown. It's all the runoff from all the farms. So it's all your GMO farms, which are being sprayed heavily with all those pesticides and herbicides. And then even if the runoff is from a cow pasture, majority of cows are not grown organically. So all the toxins from their fecal waste matter as well, it's all running into the lake. And then, you know, all of this ends up being in the municipal water that we're drinking. So their filtration systems aren't strong enough to get those nanoparticles out of the water. So when we drink that water, we're consuming that as well in minuscule amounts, but that minuscule amount has an effect because the other aspect of it too is that if anyone's familiarized with homeopathy, homeopathy is the vibrational frequency memory of any substance. So if, I mean, we're drinking all of these toxins. This toxic homeopathy type stuff, right? You know, yeah. it's like the vibration. Yeah. I mean, it's the, yeah, like my brain is just like swelling up. Is that like going, oh my God, this is just, I mean, it's out there. And sometimes I just, I feel like I just want to put my head in the sand and just don't think about it, but you can't, you know, know, it's on a consistent level. And it just feels like it's so overwhelming and just so crazy. And it's like, it's like, please. And I grew up in a farming community and I know I have lots of friends of mine I grew up with and some of the stuff I used to see them do. Like literally, you know, when they when they have a spray, they'll spray the crops and everything else like that. 
you can literally walk in. We're sitting in like, and this is high school, sitting in classroom and you go, what's that smell? And normally, again, for farmer community, you'd always think, okay, it's, it's pig shit and it's like cows, yeah. but they had this chemical smell on them. And I used to remember it's the most weird smell. And I said, I said, what were you doing? She said, oh, we were spraying the fields. And it's like no respirators, no nothing, you know, hands pouring it in, dumping it on themselves. Not a care in the world. Like, it's not like saying there's a warning label, like, please do not do that. Like, it just drives me crazy. And I love those guys. Those guys are, you know, the heart of, uh, of our country is those farmers. And I always just think, man, it's like, man, we got to find a better system for these guys and girls. Um, it's just crazy. Like, and then again, all of the runoff too, as well. I mean, yeah. that's going into the groundwater and the groundwater we're drinking that too. Crazy stuff. So, okay, we have all that. We have the water. So what can we do to better filter our water at home? Yeah, so at the clinics, I have a Berkey water filter that I use. Um, the Berkey water filter also, you can add on a fluoride filter. So we all know, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're open to this, that the water is fluoridated and we are we don't need it. No. Okay. <laughs> and it's calcifying our pineal glands. And that's why they always say like the fluoridated stare, right? All the people walking around like zombies nowadays. It's like, why is everyone so easily manipulated? Why is everyone so easily manipulated with mainstream media, et cetera, et cetera. So it's because they've decreased our ability to have our, and Michael, you you do this for a living is to have those psychic capabilities, to have access to that. And we all have those capabilities, but it's shutting it down because of exposures to that. So they have um, that filter as well that you can add on. So that's just filtering out as much as you can of the garbage. So, yeah, but yeah. now you're also filtering out the minerals. So you want minerals. So then you want to remineralize your water and then you want to structure your vortex, your water. So, I mean, there's actual machines that you can buy that do that, but your other alternative is literally just to try to um, stir it as fast as you can. If anyone's made like a frap, like frappe, like they have like a little hand blender. Like yeah, there's I, yeah, know, right. I know those quite well. I used to sell those crazy little things. Oh, no way. Uh, oh. Among, among the many things I've sold, I've sold lots of crazy kitchen gadgets over the years. So, so really important is to get filtering water. So if we, one of the things too, is how I, I like to say is that we can cause them, uh, you know, a little bit of education, but maybe some movement too, as well. We can't always rely on our government to kind of take care of us. And we've talked about this in the beginning. So, um, so maybe just kind of maybe just talking to your local government and say, listen, we need some better clean water. There's a lot of stuff going on too as well. And also I like to think we have a lot of smart people out there, you know, a lot smarter than I am to figure this out. So if by chance Elon Musk gets bored in his real bad days. So if he get, if he get, if he gets really bored and he wants to listen to my podcast, maybe he, even with all his crazy inventions and all those brilliant people down there, why can't he figure out a better water filtration system? So if you're listening, Elon, thanks, buddy. See if you can figure that out for us. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's one thing that people can look at doing. And then we discussed before too, it's like even like checking out your natural springs that you have near you. And you might have access to some really beautiful spring water and the spring water is already mineralized and it's already structured. So that's another option for people too. That's actually what I'm drinking right now while we're doing this. Nice. So, okay. So if by chance, would, if we we're going to try to drink some water, would um, distilled water, would that be any much better? Let's say we didn't have access to the uh, beautiful spring water. Like yeah, like I, would, I would say too, like, yeah, like if you're going to do distilled water, you still would want to remineralize. You would still want to vortex your water because would 
essentially still be dead water and it would still have lack all the minerals. So again, that's important too, is make sure it's remineralized. So if you are decide to go that route, make sure you have the minerals because that's what basically distilled water is. It's taking everything out of it, right? That's it's basically dead water, but it's clean water. Is that, yeah. Is that yeah. 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 Interesting stuff. Wow. So, okay. So, okay. So we talked about supplements just briefly. Let's talk about food, certain foods. Yay. Nay. What, what kind of foods that we can eat? Um, I know it's very difficult to get really healthy foods these days. I know the last time you talked about how you had these uh, increased levels of, was it thigh? What was the, uh, Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, this is what we need to talk about too, because we forgot is heavy metal, heavy metal toxicity and chelation therapy. So, um, we have different tests to see like, are you, is your body toxic with heavy metals? And the important thing is, is again, just like with EMS, right? It's like, I didn't know half the things that cause your body to be exposed to toxic heavy metals. So anything that is going to be injected into your body, or you're going to eat the food or breathe the air or have, you know, any type of household goods around you that could be toxic or have heavy metals. I think it's really important for people to start being cognizant of that and start realizing and start researching like what's actually in the thing that I'm putting in my body, near my body, breathing in that air that might be off gassing, et cetera. Um, so I recently did a hair mineral analysis on myself. So we can check to see how, where your head toxic heavy metals stand via hair mineral analysis or a urine provocation test. So with my hair mineral analysis, I did it, sent it in. And the first thing that was super high in that I still don't understand why. So like I said, sometimes we don't even know why, but I was really high in antimony, which is found in gunpowder. Definitely want to get my gun license now, but um, now my body's already saturated with antimony. So I need to chelate that out of my body. And then the other thing that came up that was, I was high in is something called thallium and thallium is another toxic heavy metal. And so I was calling the lab to speak to them because I was like, where's this coming from? Like, I don't understand. And he was like, look, I got really bad news for you. He's like, do you eat a lot of vegetables? I'm like, of course I eat a lot of vegetables. Like I'm an ND, of course I do. And he was like, well, the problem is, is that with all the crops in California, they were irrigating the crops with fracking water that was rich in this heavy toxic metal called thallium. So he was like, my, my wife and I, we actually started to, I think they have a little greenhouse or something. Um, they're, they sound like they're in the Midwest. Um, to grow their own sprouts and greens that way. So, I mean, that, that was just really upsetting for me to hear, especially because obviously I'm always telling my patients to increase their vegetable load. But again, the problem is, is that they're poisoning us. They're poisoning us from every, they're poisoning us in the air, they're poisoning us with the water, they're poisoning us with the GMO foods, with the glyphosate, now with the water that they're irrigating it with. We're just getting bombarded with all these toxins and poisons and then we wonder why we're getting sick like it's a combination of all these different things and the importance of those heavy, toxic heavy metals is that the toxic heavy metals they will be like the antenna just kind of like the bee the bee has antennas and is using those electromagnetic fields to navigate and decide where it's supposed to go it's supposed to read those frequencies well if your body is laden and 
filled with all these toxic heavy metals. Now you just have these huge antennas that are just like, come to inside my cells, electromagnetic frequencies, like come, like destroy my cells is basically what's happening. So we really want to get those toxic heavy metals out of the body. And we do that with a process called chelation therapy. But first we test you to see like, do you even have toxic heavy metals, which to be honest with you in today's day and age, like most of us have been exposed from several different sources. So it's most likely you do, um, but it's just like the severity of it would differ from person to person, depending on their exposure. Okay. So what is, so what is chelation therapy? So for somebody's so, listening out there, so somebody's going, I've heard of that, but I don't know what it is. Can you yeah, explain so, to what chelation therapy is? Yeah. So chelation therapy is either receiving an IV or taking an oral supplement that will actually travel into the tissues of your body and will pull out any any mineral or heavy metal. Okay. So it pulls out everything. Um, so that we can try to get this load out of the body. So this is really something, I mean, the more I think about it and the more, like I said, the more I study environmental medicine, the more I understand how this all works and how this relates to dis-ease and affects our health. I'm, I'm like, wow, this should just be something that we all do all the time. Like everybody should be participating and doing like annual chelation detoxes, um, to decrease their load so that when you are exposed, because unfortunately you can't hide from these EMFs. Um, I don't know if you've heard about HARP. Yep. H-A-R-P, right? Like, I mean, like they're saying that they, within the firmament or, and so forth, that they can just have that signal transferring everywhere. And I know you brought up your buddy, Elon Musk over there, but I got bad news for you. He also wants to put up satellites to just radiate down the technology of EMFs on us. Oh, well, uh, I, I was kind of just like more like, yeah, I heard some other things, but I was just on uh, that note. I was just kind of saying because the, the invention side of it. I know, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know, I know what you meant. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, good. Okay. I'm, I'm glad that way. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's yeah. bad news for like, you know what I mean? Cause we look at some of these people and we think that they're like super natural or trying to save the planet. And then you hear other things that they're investing into. And it's yeah, I, I, de I definitely understand that. Yeah. It's interesting how, you know, they always say, what was, what was that quote? And hopefully I don't get it wrong. It's like, you know, um, when evil exists, it's just basically good gone wrong. Yeah. Start yeah. everything starts out with good intentions. It's just that it just goes, it just gets disconnected from source and then it turns into this lovely thing we call evil. But yeah, it's 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 very just I mean, after all these years, after all the stuff, and like we talked about this earlier, about the you kind of like this war on disease and cancer, and it's always this war, this constant fighting. And it's just, you know, with all this information out there, um, in this day and age, I mean like I just like sometimes our consciousness gets lost, technology goes up and we still haven't been able to figure out to keep ourselves healthy and happy. And we're always relying on somebody else to kind of do that. And I always, I'm a big firm believer in, um, you know, taking, um, taking yourself and be, uh, be responsible for yourself and what you need to do for your own health. You can't rely on anybody else. And so that the fact that we do have like this treatment, like a chelation therapy that we can go in get rid of some of this. And, you know, I, I think that's an excellent idea. Like it's like a mandatory, like now you got me thinking about it. It's like, I think I'm going to come in for that just to have a, a one year, a one year, every year go in there. And, you know, some people probably have it more than once, but have a once a year, go in and do a chelation therapy, get some of those toxins out of my system. And just to see what happens, I can only see, imagine what my skin, my body would feel like 
if I did one of those therapies and it's just like, Oh my God, like it's probably going to go like scream for joy. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, this is amazing. Now with the chelation therapy, are you, okay. So you're, you're adding all the stuff now. Are you basically, is it a cocktail of sorts? Um, so it's, it's attracting all the different things and it's flushing stuff out, but are you putting stuff in at the same time? Yeah. So you're supporting the detox. The other ingredients that you would add to your chelation therapy would be the supplements or nutritional supplements, like your vitamins and minerals that would help to push along the chelation in a safe way, because chelation, the reason why it's not, um, I guess as popular is because again, you're pulling it out of the tissue. So you're pulling it out of the tissue and you're dropping it into the bloodstream. So if it's not done properly, it can actually cause more problems because the minute it's in your bloodstream, that's when you start, it starts mobilizing and starts moving and then can start to reabsorb itself. If it doesn't get detoxed out properly and then you could not feel so great. Oh yeah. It's just like typical detox. Anyways, when you start, it's like, Oh, I want to get off caffeine or sugar or anything else like that. You start pulling your body starts to get rid of it. You feel worse. Because yeah. it's, it's in the system, it's trying to reabsorb it because it's going, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. come on, give me more caffeine, give me more sugar, give me some alcohol. <laughs> I haven't had that. I need, I need those good stuff, right? You know, your body goes, yeah. I, I, I can tell when like I go for a mini detox, like everything starts going a little funky and it's like, oh my God, this is crazy. So, <laughs> you know, um, it's really interesting that, you know, that this topic that we talked about um, is not really as mainstream. And I really commend you for kind of get out there and uh, being on my podcast and talking about it because it really kind of brought my awareness. I had the awareness, but it was just like, I think like everybody else, I just kind of put it in the back and it's like, okay, I know it's there, but I don't really pay attention to it. But now I'm a little more vigilant about where I put my phone. How do I have my phone now? Like most of the times I basically carry my phone, but I don't have it on. Just in case, you know, you know, and the thing is, I remember a time, and that's again, I'll just date myself. We didn't have cell phones. I, I'm, I'm that, I'm that old to know that when we went out, we went driving or anything else. I didn't have my, I didn't have a phone. You had the landline, and you called somebody, said, "Okay, this is where I'm going," or they just kind of figure out that's what it is. But now it's like you're addicted. You're connected to this, this electromagnetic frequency microwave cooking your butt or everything else that you, we live by. So I'm so much more aware of it. Like, and that's what I usually do. If I go for a walk, I leave my phone in the house. I just leave it there. I don't need it. Yeah, exactly. Detox that way out of it too, as well. Yeah. Or you can listen to your favorite podcast and just turn off your Wi-Fi and turn it, put it on airplane mode. That is a very cool idea that I did not know I could do that. Yeah. I always put my phone, I use my phone as my alarm. So I still sleep with it in the same room with me, but I put it on airplane mode and I make sure my Wi-Fi is off. So that's what I do at nighttime. That is a really cool idea. And that's something so simple. Like you don't even Mm -hmm. think about that. So you're not getting that Wi-Fi signal attached to you too, as well. So that's amazing. Well, Dr. Jennifer, we're almost out of time. I can't believe like this is round two. We had technical difficulties on my end. Um, I need a, I need like a, a Joe Rogan like has Jamie. I need a Jamie here to help me with audio and stuff like that. So I so appreciate you being on my show the second time. Um, I so appreciate your time. I, you're an amazing doctor. I'm so happy that you're being willing to bring this information to the light. And, um, yeah, and you're just, uh, I always love doctors and, you know, cause they're out there healing people on a daily basis and that's so important. So I really appreciate you being on the show today. 
Thank you. I appreciate having the opportunity to talk to you about all these cool things that I want people to know about. So thanks for well, that. Thank you so much. Uh, You're listening to the Metaphysical Mentor Podcast with Micah Philpott. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys listening in and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye for now.